Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Kim Barrett Show. I'm your host, Kim Barrett. And on today's episode, we have Mr. Brian Swan joining us all the way from beautiful Bali. Now, if you ever wanted to find out what it's like scaling a company from eight staff to 50 staff, starting a completely new e-commerce brand uh, because your daughter said that you have no excuses left or uh, what it's like to travel the world with your family, this is the episode for you. We cover off on a huge range of things in just 30 minutes. Uh, so if you want to find out a bit more about all those aspects, you're going to want to tune into this one. And of course, if we can ever help you with your marketing, just head over to marketingmogul.com.au. We have all of your needs covered. But until then, let's jump into the show. Mr. Brian Swan, sir, thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate you making the time. Oh, I am more than excited. I was I woke up at four in the morning today, Kim, just just reeling with anticipation for today's call. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And of course, I've got to kick it off the same way with every podcast, every time, which is if I met you at a party and we were, you know, sinking away a couple of gl- nice glasses of red wine, and I said to you, Brian, what is it that you actually do? What is the go-to answer? Well, I'm Brian Swan. I'm the founder of The Unstoppable Beard, which is a beard product line for men. And uh, and I'm also the co-founder of The Unstoppable Branding Agency, where we get people like yourself featured in top-tier magazines like Forbes, Inc., Entrepreneur and Success. I love it. And I knew that Brian would be able to answer this perfectly because if any of you guys have remember, I'll scroll back to an episode we had with the lovely uh, Miss Rhonda Swan, who is his wife. She is a gun and she makes sure that it's drilled into everyone that comes across her path. They better be able to answer that question and answer it with vigor. (laughs) You know, and I I think I need to even like just polish it a little bit more. So uh, thank you for the reminder on that. And uh, Honda will be grading me on it, so I will be in trouble on this. Now, I've got to ask, so you, you've got Unstoppable Beard, Unstoppable Family. Obviously, you have um, an amazing uh, young, now pretty much teenage daughter, I think. Old Hanalea is. She's growing up so fast. And you still, you get up early, but you spend a lot of time out in the surf, uh, obviously enjoying family life. How do you make all that happen? How do you, I can see the surf in the background. looks like it's uh, pretty good out there today. But uh, how do you make all that happen with so much responsibility? Uh, Should I give you the truth or do you want me to lie on this? (laughs) Give us the truth. This is the truth. All right, uh, right, guys, here's the secret ingredient, okay? Like this is like, listen, lean into this one. Get yourself an amazing partner that freaking works 24 seven and is just a robot on just power and production. And that's what I did when I invested myself 23 years ago with Rhonda. I saw this and I'm like, all right, that's how I make the time. Now she's a, she's incredible. My wife, we've been together for 23 years and um, you know, for us, we've been working uh, both in corporate world. I was a robotics engineer for a decade when I met Rhonda uh, she was in the pharmaceutical industry, uh, high, and she was a you know high executive 
manager in the, the Western region and we met, but here's the one thing she, she had a vision way back in like 2004. She wanted to have a family, not for our kids through daycare. And she got started online back in 2004. And it was from there. I was like, at that point, like, what the heck is she doing? She went to a cheesy website. There was no YouTube had just came out. Facebook doesn't exist, but she, she knew that this internet thing was going to like continue on. And it was an interview with Steve Jobs. He says, if you're not on the internet, you're going to be irrelevant. And it's so important during these times. And to answer your question, it's really leverage, leverage, leverage. So, uh, in order to to be able to surf, my passion is surfing. So pretty much every day, if the surf is is on, I'm surfing. But it's leveraging team members. Uh, my myself, and my wife. The we have three different brands. We got the Unstoppable Branding Agency. Actually, my wife's uh, uh, Rhonda Swan, Rhonda Swan Show, and I started the Unstoppable Beard Company last year, and I I, I did it solely out of how to learn e-com to build a different brand. I wanted to learn how to sell my daughter's products even more effectively because she's had a fashion eco-friendly fashion company since the age of, well, she started at nine, but she made six figures at the age of six. I wanted to do something that I could help not only you know make sales and beard company and be able to express myself as a surfer and do funny videos, but I really wanted to also be able to build a list to bring it into our pretty much our cash cow, which is the Unstoppable Branding Agency. From there and how we were able to leverage, we went from eight employees to about 50 employees during COVID. And the last event that we went to was with you, Kim. And this is the, this is the crazy thing. How we were able to really make a transition, we took our business model from an event centered business. So we had our online courses, we did things uh, online, but it evolved. All of our cash flow evolved around pretty much four main events. We'd host two of them here in Bali, then we'd host uh, at least one of them in the US. And then it was speaking at events like yours. And our whole year would revolve around speaking events, and then we would be making offers. But at the same time, we were never able to, to scale. And it was during COVID after we got were uh, after we went to your event in Perth last year for your social voice, is that we were like, okay, we're in lockdown now. What can we really do? We need to build our systems out. And from there, we started hiring on the right people, bringing the right people on board, doing stuff that we knew how to do but we didn't like to do, and empowering them in order to to take on the on those roles. So now, you know, for myself, I've taken more surf trips. Over this last year uh, during lockdown through Indonesia, I typically make, I'd say I always make more money when I'm going on these uh, on these surf trips. And it's not because I'm just a, a surf bum and, and you're getting lucky. It's like we're putting the right things in place, but we're keeping our, I'm keeping my highest values, highest values being uh, surfing and my family and business. I keep them up at a higher level. So uh, I, I look at going out every single day, putting that oxygen mask on first before you have to, you know, you can't, you know, you can't secure it on anyone else before you secure it yourself. So really for us, the COVID and being on lockdown, 
was a blessing because our systems were kind of all over the place and we didn't have the right people in place because we were so into the mix with the events. That was the only thing that we had time to, to focus on. So that was a long answer to your question, but essentially putting in the right people and the systems in place. I love that. And now I do have to ask, because I know that Rhonda and Honolay have been pushing for a while. They're like, dad, you got to start a business. <laughs> Brian, you got to start a business. Like what, what was there? Obviously the, there was a little bit of a perfect storm around it, but like, what was it that really then, because you, I, I remember you talked about ideas around obviously, and you probably still will, like you a uh, book coming out and then like surf retreats and things like that. What would the, what was it that was really the catalyst being that, because, you know, some people is like, they might already be involved in something that's working. Obviously, you guys had the ultimate, um, the uh, Unstoppable Branding Agency, which is the ultimate part for you guys. What was right. it that made you go, as opposed to only focusing on that, I do want to bring on, you know, a, a little extra project as well. Like, what was it that really sparked that for you? You know, it was, uh, I, I think it was self-sabotage and just making a whole bunch of BS excuses on, uh, on I'm too busy. And it's, it's funny with the beard thing on how it happened. I started growing a beard five years ago, and it was essentially from a funny beard video that I saw from the Dollar Beard Club. And I was ready to shave it off about three years ago. My wife and my daughter said, you can't shave that beard off because it's your brand. It's your brand for Unstoppable Surfer. And we've been joking about having a beard company. And she, and you know, I use the products, the oils, I use the uh, the balms, the butters, and finally, about last year in May of last year, Hanalei looked at me two months into to COVID with the lockdowns. She goes, "Dad, when are you ever going to start that beard company?" And it was it was essentially like I have no excuses on not to, and uh, that's really where it, where it started from. But and then it, it goes on. It's like I when I when I do things, I want to make sure that it's in alignment with our other brands, and and it's going to enhance. So the way that I saw this with uh, you know creating the the beard company is like I wanted it aligned with the values that we have for with Hanalei. She she has an eco friendly, sustainable fashion uh, company. So for my beard products, it has to be eco-friendly, sustainable. Some of our products, most is the most that we can is organic. So it, it aligns with our values. And it also builds a brand to where it also funnels. When people are seeing our, my high-end videos, when I'm doing funny videos of my marketing, what happens is that they also get into that, that loop. A lot of people, when they, when they start going down a rabbit hole, they're like, well, who's their wife? Who's their kid? And then they start seeing the videos. And when then... What it does, it leads them into our branding agency. You're like, oh, that's how you actually do this. And so I've made much more revenue with the beard company through the branding agency. And it's just because it's funneling back into what we do. Mm. Yeah, I think that's very important. As you say, like by having it tie in, it just makes it all work together really nicely, which is, yeah. uh, which is amazing. And for anyone that's hearing, they're probably like, well, this guy says the word unstoppable a lot. Like they've got the unstoppable branding agency, unstoppable beard. Like surely your beard must stop at one point, or does it just keep growing forever? Um, it used to be down to my waist, and then my wife said it got a little too creepy. So now it's like this is my signature one. This is about as long as it ever gets. The signature length, I like it. So, what does unstoppable mean to you? And I know, like I'm sure you guys probably as a family have it, but like, what is it like for you, Mr. Brian Swan? 
being unstoppable, being that it's tied into all your guys' branding and what you guys do every day, like what does that what does it actually mean to you? Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's a blessing and a curse. The reason the way that we came up with unstoppable uh, started when we were in Bali back in 2009. So 20 or uh, 12 years ago. And when we were starting out online back in 2004, 2005, uh, my wife, she knew that she wanted to have a brand and we didn't know what to call ourselves. And our last name is Swan. So we called ourselves Swan Lifestyle. And this is, this is hilarious. So we, like, we had a cheesy website and then Facebook came out and we started posting stuff on YouTube. And um, when we were making our marketing funnels, uh, like just low end, you know, you know, but they were the first people were like, what is, and I'd try to describe, you know, Swan lifestyle. Well, what is that? Well, we're, you know, it was essentially, we're selling affiliate marketing and events, you know, to like personal development things. But it wasn't until my wife went to an, a, um, an event and Cynthia Kersey, she wrote the book Unstoppable. And she's, it was a 30-day challenge to reinvent yourself, rebrand, and do something extreme. And, she, and when we came back from that, we're like, let's rebrand ourselves so where people know who we are. And uh, we just took Unstoppable. And when we said, we're going to call ourselves an Unstoppable family. Well, where the Unstoppable originally came, like where I consider what makes you unstoppable, the way that we started traveling 13 years ago uh, when my daughter is one, uh, people are like, oh, you're on a, going around the world on a trip around the world. They're like, did you win the lottery? And we said, no, we actually lost everything. We had to file bankruptcy. We're in you know, one of the biggest real estate fraud deals um, you know, back in California. I mean, many people went through it, but we had a decision to make at that time. A, we could just go back and get our corporate jobs because at that time when you're losing everything and you're trying to sell uh, wealth, uh, like wealth consciousness and events, no one's buying from you because they're like, you're losing it all. Even though you're not you know, saying that we're losing it all. We're like, what do we do? How do we rebuild? And I'm even going to go back even further. We're made it where there was a, a, a decision we had to make and it was getting our jobs or my wife, she looked at me and she said, I vowed never to put my daughter in daycare, my child, children daycare. And I looked at her at the same time, and this is in 2008. And I said, we never know when our expiration date may be. I said, let's go do what we love now. The internet is not going anywhere. It's only going to get bigger and bigger. Our passion was traveling and surf. And at that point, we're like, um, if you look at, if you can see the video, November 25th, 2008, uh, tattooed Hanalei actually did this tattoo. Um, she designed it. That was the day that we pretty much disconnected from the matrix and said, screw everything. We're going to go travel the world. We're going to go on a two-year trip around the world. And uh, you know, if things aren't working out, we can always come back. So being unstoppable to me is like, no matter what uh, obstacle gets put in your place, you have to go do what you love now and make no excuses and no apologies for it. I love that. I think that's uh, it's such a good uh, definition and the background on that as well, I think is amazing. So with that, is being unstoppable then, being that you guys have been traveling for so long, really kind of for anyone that um, isn't aware or know in the terms, like some of the first, you know, digital nomads of people just traveling and, and doing stuff online and kind of being at the forefront of that to then 
obviously starting a pretty big company now with the Unstoppable Branding Agency. What's, um, what kind of got in, because you mentioned it's like, oh, we went from like a handful of staff to like yeah. lots of handfuls of staffs, all these guys. What, uh, what kind of got in the way and what did you have to push through from, from that perspective? Because obviously the, the grit and the grind and the hard work that you guys know how to put in and have done for all this time will get you so far. But then obviously scaling that fast in that short period of time, did you hit up against any roadblocks or like what kind of happened in, in that regard? Are you kidding me? We had, <laughs> you know what, everybody, like what's the, like, just because we went from eight to 50 employees didn't make life easier. But what it did, we put it, we put someone in place that was, you know, to, to help scale and to grow and to hire. And this was something that we just never, never did. And we trusted a lot of things and a lot of things worked, but a lot of shit done, doesn't work. Like now, if we were to look back over the last year and like, and redo some things, I, we probably wouldn't have grew as fast and least in the employees because we took on more mouths to feed more, like, you know, you know, more headaches, but it also allowed us to grow to where on levels that we haven't been able to before. So that like some of the, some of the roadblocks, for instance, I've been so used to on software and, and you know, like doing click funnels and this type of automation campaigns and doing it all. We're like, oh, we're changing everything in this. And I'm like, oh, and you were trusting, but now it's like, now I'm going back and we're going back to the original thing. So there's always been headaches. It's never easy. The, the, the most beautiful thing was that we would have never had this time to do it unless if we were quote, stuck here in Bali. And that's where it freed up so much of our time by not having to, to be on the road. And I love being on the road and traveling, but when you don't have that, when you're no, you don't have that, you can focus on the systems and getting them better. And I think, you know, that's going to be a big thing. And, you know, maybe we'll be open to traveling in one year, two years, who knows? I don't know. But it's that time that's really freed it up to focus on the systems and the people. And did you know that it was systems and people that was needed? Or because some people, when they look at things, they're like, is it the marketing? Is it the sales? Is it the systems? Is it the people? Is it finance? Like, how, like how did you come to that realization? Because our stuff was all scattered. <laughs> and we were relying on uh, one of our head VAs on trying to find stuff. And then it was like, where is this put? So we realized that we can't scale a business with new marketing. We can't scale it with different products. Well, the only way we can really scale and get ourselves out of the day-to-day grind of being Rhonda. And it, before it used to be just Rhonda and myself, and we used to do all the marketing, the funnels, and you know, we'd have help uh, like for instance with yourself on the, you know, some of the marketing, but we were pretty much all hats. And the realization point was okay, was that we things were so scattered that we didn't have standard operating procedures for for different employees when people come and go. And then it was just like starting over. And it was one of these things that we've known for the last probably five years, but we're so busy, we didn't have the time to actually take care of that. And we're like, okay, once we get our systems in place and we we, we have a system. Then we can start doing different types of marketing and different types of funnels and different. So that was just a one 
piece of the puzzle that we had to get as a like a real foundation before we start doing a whole bunch of other marketing campaigns. So that was our focus. And now we've what we've also did, this was a big thing, was we we're making new offers and selling different products pretty much about every two to three months. Rhonda's a machine, my wife's a machine on she's she's got that entrepreneurial drive to where she's like if she's not creating something new every two to three months, she gets bored and she'll she'll probably sabotage the other thing just so she can create something new. What we realized is if we could just focus on one thing and the big thing that we focused on was top tier uh, publications. And it's one of those things on there's PR companies, but how do you combine it coming from a marketing world and then also be able to incorporate the SEO versus just like a uh, like a vanity, like, hey, I'm in Forbes and it's all good. But like, how do you also help it with the marketing? And we said, if we just streamline it to this is what our offer is, we don't have to worry about creating something new every two to three months. And that's that's kind of where it did was to really just focus. This is what our, you know, where we're heading and this is what our focus is. And now my wife, she's got the Women Gone Wild book that just launched last week. And now she's going to have a series of four different books. So we brought on Tony Robbins' uh, uh, event team to do this upcoming summit, and then it's going to be a legacy. So it's like we know what we're going to be doing for the next year, and then the PR we already have that dialed into where we're incorporating it there. Then, based on how my wife's book goes and how that system and with the summit, I'm duplicating it for the men's side and co-authoring a book and and having it on the men's side. So now we're so we're doing things very systematic versus, hey, this seems hot and let's do that. What do we have that already works? Really dial it in, have the systems, and then we can expand on, okay, let's go to this next step. So we're doing stuff at a more systematic approach versus just kind of like, you know, shotgun approach. I think that is so important, especially as you say there, because it is as a entrepreneur and business person and seeing new stuff pop up like when you first start a business it's all about grabbing what's new what's working and like pushing things out and reiterating and doing things but if you do want to scale you do have to kind of make it boring for you you have to make it methodical and systemized and step by step which for you as an entrepreneur i'm sure there's probably been times where ron has been like i just want to make something new and do something crazy and then you're like, cool, you know, go, uh, go, go, go for a surf or go in, go in the jungle for a, for a week or something like that instead of coming in here and, and blowing up and blowing stuff up and create a new product. Like, go and find your, get your uh, exhilaration from somewhere else. Yeah, you know, that is like one of the one of the people that we brought on. It was, you know, I can talk, and Rana can say things to me, but if you hear them from somebody else, even though it's the right thing. Finally, he's like, we have to focus on just one thing. Go off and my wife, we've been doing a lot of uh, self-work this last year, going off you know, into the jungle, doing six-day water fasts and, and focusing ourselves, getting creative, you know, getting ourselves out of the daily, just fire, 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 and you know, produce, 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 but actually go away, work on ourselves, not only for individu- ourselves individually, but then also as a couple. And it's helped our marriage. We've been together for 23 years to be able to coexist under the same roof. But then also, we're not doing the things that we hate or just dislike. We're bringing in the right people now. 
you know? So now Rhonda doesn't have that, that syndrome of new thing. We got to do this. We can add new things, but it's got to be under the core, you know? And I realized that while, while I was building the, 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 the beard brand out, this is a long-term play for me. It's not like I'm coming in and I'm going to be making millions of dollars on selling oils and beer and balms and butters. I know it's a long-term play. And that's how I actually came into the marketplace on this because when I'm building this, it's building my brand. It's building, it's building, you know, like who is Brian Swanson. When people like go like Instagram marketing's working extremely well for us, right? Like extremely well, whereas Facebook used to be where we had all of our marketing and our campaigns going. But now when people are coming through, they start going down the rabbit hole of like, okay, Rhonda, she's got this healthy Rhonda show, but then they start looking at me and then they're just like, oh, he's building this beard company. Oh, look at the daughter. So it's all like, it's all like into this pot. We got this big umbrella of the unstoppable family, but under this big marketing umbrella, that's where we have Rhonda, Brian, Analay, and then we have this big unstoppable branding agency. Income's coming in from here and here, but what happens, it gets sourced down to pretty much what our cash cow is with the branding agency. I love that. I think that's such a, uh, such a good way of structuring things and you as always do, do stuff uh, with, the, with the, the foresight and, uh, and thought behind it. So I love that. And now, Brian, as we get towards the end of our chat here together today, I always have to ask, is there a question that I didn't ask you that I should have? Mm, you know, um, I'll touch on this. I don't know if it's a question, but uh, I'll, I'll make it as a statement because I, I speak on this a lot. And this is, you know, my dad, my father, he died of uh, AIDS when I was 16 years old. But from the age of 11 to 16, I got to witness death. I got to know, I got to see to where my father never knew, like when he was diagnosed with AIDS, and this is back when uh, Liberace, um, you know, the singer from Queen and, and all these people are dying. It was like a death sentence back then. And he didn't know if he had six months to live a year, two years, fortunately he left five years, uh, on his life. And the beautiful thing about it was he got to live the bucket list, uh, like the bucket list movie. If you've seen that, it's about going to do the things you really wanted to do, check them off before you die. And having that being instilled at me at such an early age, I don't take life for granted. And, you know, when we lost everything, we went from, you know, multimillionaire status with houses and money and to losing everything. But it comes to that point on you have to do the things in your life for what you love because you're never guaranteed another day. And I learned this from uh, Tim Ferriss. And this is, he actually is booked before our work week talking about the mini retirement was, man, you can go travel and do the things. If you have, you know, something that you can work online, have systems in place, you can go live your dream. So like when you're making excuses, uh, you know, it's like even the beard company, like dad, when are you ever going to do it? It's like, I just ran out of excuses. I'm going to have to do it. But the thing is, there's never a good time to do anything. There's always going to be every excuse. And the only times to where you, like, you have a revelation is like, let's say you get 
cancer or some life-threatening disease, right? And you're like, well, I only have so much lift. You start changing your patterns on what you do. I challenge you if you're like to say, I only have three years left. What are the things that I'm going to be doing today? So that's what I would I would I really want to hit on because there's never a right time to freaking go and do the things, but you just have to make it as if I only have this amount of time, and then you just act upon it. Because man, if you're not doing what you love, you're gonna have this like empty thing in your soul and always go, what if? And it's a pretty uh, perfect note for us to wrap there on, Mr. Brian, sir. And uh, for anyone that's been listening to this and they're like, cool, I want to find out about the UBA, about the, the, the beard company, all that sort of stuff, where's the best place for them to connect with you online and find out more about what you're up to? Go to my website. It's official Brian Swan. Don't confuse it with the other one, but it's official Brian Swan and everything's linked uh, there to Unstoppable Beard, Unstoppable Branding Agency, my daughter, Hannah Lay, everything, but it shares everything about myself, our Unstoppable family, officialbrianswan.com. Beautiful. And guys, if you know someone who maybe they need a little bit of a taste of inspiration or maybe they need to you know, start becoming unstoppable themselves, please do share this episode with them so they can hear some of the uh, wisdom, wisdom spouted by Mr. Brian Swan here today. Um, and of course, if, uh, if you like this episode, make sure you get it out there as far and wide as you can. And of course, Mr. Brian, thank you so much for joining us today. I truly appreciate you making the time. Thank you very much, Mr. K-Bomb Barrett. Thank you, sir.